Oh shoot, I didn't mean to do that. <laughs> it's okay, we can buff it out. Okay, ready? Let's buff it out. Peas and carrots, peas and carrots. What peas is and that? Carrots. Have you ever taken an acting class? No. Okay, let's say you're on stage and you're doing a play and you're supposed to be talking in somebody's ear. I was taught that you just say peas and carrots, peas and carrots. Oh my peas gosh. And Wait, no, I do rem- I do know that. Really? I did take I took a class in high school. It yeah. wasn't like when you said acting class, I'm picturing like it like some, last week. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Like an improv. I took an improv class and I did use that. I used I've been in a couple plays. Oh, okay. Yeah, I wasn't very good. I was the magic carpet in a Aladdin in fifth grade. I had to wear <laughs> I had to wear a carpet and hold my arms like <laughs> <laughs> But I got to be on stage like the whole time. <laughs> I didn't have a lot of lines. That seems like something that they wouldn't need like a human to be. No, like, it was a really important role, okay? I had to battle another girl for it, okay? And I ha- my audition was doing cartwheels. So I was like, yeah, I'm a gymnast. That's like the equivalent of like being the tree. Like that's like a running joke. Like people are no. like, I, I was the tree. You no, were literally dude. the magic. <laughs> this was a way bigger deal because I had to dance with Aladdin, the main character. Yeah, oh. multiple scenes. I was on stage all the time and I had to have like little reactions to things because it's an alive carpet. It's not, a f- you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. stationary. Right, okay. Oh my gosh, this is a tangent, but I remember when we had auditions for that show and oh, this girl basically called me. I had a little pink phone in my room and they had posted who got what and she called me and she said, well, you didn't get anything, but I'm a harem girl and this other girl's a harem girl, but you're not on air, so you didn't get anything. And then I was like bawling. Oh. And then the next day they asked me to audition for the magic carpet and I was stoked. Wait, they asked you specifically? Yes. They were like, Caitlin, we have the role for you. Yes. yes. <laughs> Just the and role then I was like, you. haha, harem <laughs> girls get like five Wait, minutes of the show and I'm up here. What's a harem girl? It was just this small role where you sing in the, the orchestra. Like, Are they like the like, ones that are like kind of like the backup? Gr- like, I'm trying to remember like, Aladdin. Oh, Aladdin. Yes. yes. They're like the groupies. Yes. The groupies. Yes. Yeah, you won out. You won that situation. Oh, yeah. I'd much rather be the, the magic carpet than the groupie. 100%. So. <laughs> Good for you, dude. That's Anyways, hilarious. That was so random and unrelated yeah. to the topic. It's Valentine's Day this week. Do you have any plans? No. You don't? I don't either. I don't no. know why I say it like you don't. Yeah, really? I don't. I don't have any plans. <laughs> so we will have a fun little Valentine's theme question at the end of this episode. So stay tuned for that. And that might just help Caitlin and I and everyone listening with ideas mm. for Valentine's yeah, Day. Yeah, we need to brainstorm okay. that. Let's yes. do that at the end. So if you listened to last week's episode, we told you guys, we are going to do this in two parts, kind of a similar concept. This week, we are going to talk about resentment in relationships, part two, focusing more on how people have this idea of 50-50 and managing childcare, housework, working, income, all those things in a relationship. And I don't know if we necessarily have tangible tips. I think it's more just a good topic to talk out and kind of get a different perspective on. Mm -hmm. It's just kind of like a conversation. Honestly, this is the perfect Valentine's conversation. It's like we're all hanging out. We're going to talk out a conversation that I think is relatable to all of us and share our perspective on it, which I think is kind of healthy. And also last episode maybe got you guys a little bit more fired up if you related to it it might have left you feeling like a little bit maybe like frustrated and ready to have some hard conversations which again we talk about that in our last episode if you don't know what we're talking about definitely go back and listen to it this today's is gonna be less of that and just more like you i think you're gonna leave this episode feeling like oh like okay i can do like i love him we're good we can do this like it's gonna be very yes like i think like empowering for you guys as a couple so i think that's how we're gonna feel leaving this i hope (laughs) i'm like i don't know but then again like who knows 
knows where this conversation will take us. So buckle up, kids. Buckle up. Honestly, I'm 50-50 on how I'm going to come out of this. <laughs> Caitlin's like, it's I've had a, a long day. Yeah, it's been a long day already. Um, But we need to do your nails, Kendall. Yes. I've been thinking for you. Oh, okay. okay. I was going to say I uh, we can work on this together. Okay, because we need to do something very cute, girly, Valentine's-y. I ordered us a few new supplies. Do you I want to pass them yeah, to yeah. me? Okay. A few things going on here. I got us little heart stickers. There's different colors and shape. And then I got us some new gel polish. Ooh, that's what this is? I love when you get us stuff. Caitlin always just gets us stuff. I'm like, add it to the tab. I have like a running tab with her. I honestly, at this point, like I'm running my tab up. I've been thinking the nude base with the little tiny red heart. That would that be, could cute. be kinda cute. Mm -hmm. I like that. Yeah, idea. I like that. That's yes. cute, that's cute. And it's different. Okay, so let's get into the topic. As Caitlin mentioned, a lot there's sort of this idea in our modern world right now. You know, now that a lot of women are working and it's just the idea of equality in everything has been like really popular, right? Like women have fought to be equals with men. Yes. And we have come so far with it. And that's a lot to celebrate. And I'm very grateful to be a woman now instead of 50 years ago. Mm -hmm. But with this big push for equality, 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 we started bringing up this idea of like, okay, well now women go to work just as much as men. Women are making money and men are making money. Mm -hmm. So now men need to be contributing more at home and we need to start doing everything 50-50. And so this 50-50 idea has started to become ingrained in this like new age culture. It's It almost feels like people got equality confused with, okay, now everything should be split down the middle. And I think Caitlin and I's biggest point is that it's not that simple. It's a little bit more complicated than that. One, it's just like, it's not realistic that everything's gonna be split perfectly 50-50, but also, I don't think you're necessarily doing your relationship and your household any favors by trying to split everything equal in equal parts, every single task in equal parts. So like evaluating strengths and weaknesses, right? I feel like every year that goes by, we get to know ourselves better and better through work, through all kinds of experiences. And you sort of like have a feel for like, okay, I'm good at this or I'm not so great at this. I don't believe in ever giving up on weaknesses. I think you should always be working on your weaknesses, but I feel like playing into your strengths is very important. And then, and especially in a relationship. So when you have your partner, and especially if you guys have kids or you're just building a life together, if you're not there, yet but you're you know that you're trying to build something together right it's good to kind of evaluate your strengths and weaknesses so that you can decide okay i'm really good at and this is like such a simple example but like let's say you're just more of the cooker like let's just go really simple with it let's just say you are just the better cook straight up it's like so why would you be splitting 50-50? I'm going to cook one night, you're going to cook the other night, I'm going to cook one night, you're going to cook the other night. If one of the people in the relationship is a horrible cook and or they just hate cooking, like let's just say they just absolutely hate cooking and you kind of enjoy it, it would it would make sense, right, for you to kind of be like, okay, well then that can be my task and then maybe they're really good at something else and so they can kind of just like pick up that task. I think that like this is a helpful way to look at it, but there are some downsides with the mindset too because sometimes what happens is you're might say <laughs> your man just, might say well he said it earlier today i mean i mean like you know theoretically if he did say this right <laughs> well you're just better at that so i don't want to ever have to do it yeah right? that's kind of like the vibe sometimes mm -hmm. well you're mm -hmm. just better at the dishes it's kind of like whatever. the weaponizing competence yes, yes. it's yeah. very common in relationships right so i think what kendall's trying to say is like you take on tasks that are easier for you but that doesn't mean that they're gonna do it like zero percent of the time 
time necessarily, but you guys try to help each other out to make each other's lives as easy as possible instead of like one person trying to like do a task that's very difficult for them just to keep it even. I think, so what it is, it's not splitting duties 50-50 it's splitting effort 50-50, right? It's not splitting tasks down the middle 50-50. We're gonna bring in 50% of the income. You bring the other 50%. You're gonna do 50% of the child work. I'm gonna do the other 50%. 50% of the housework. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's not It's not so much as simple cut and dry as that. It's that you guys are both bringing 50% of the effort into the household. Or you're each trying to give 100% that you have available, mm-hmm. right? You're each giving whatever energy you have available and putting in the same amount of effort. And sometimes one person has to pick up the slack of the other person when they're having a hard time. Mm -hmm. And you just try to do that vice versa and you bounce off each other and you work more as a team. I mean, this is the the viewpoint that Kendall and I have tried to adopt. That's what we wanna talk about today because we haven't always been perfect at this. And I think as we talked about in the last episode, social media puts out a lot of messages, right? You see, oh, this husband is doing this or this wife is mad because her husband's not doing this. Mm -hmm. And should I be mad about that too? And so how should I structure my house or sometimes I'm not even upset about how things are going but then I see that another family is doing it differently and then I'm like oh her husband cooks dinner every night of the week because she doesn't like to cook Mm -hmm. and I'm over here cooking all the meals or whatever but then what I don't realize is that oh but actually Brian offers to pick food up on the way home like multiple times a week because he doesn't like to cook but he still wants to help out so Mm -hmm. like your your way of dividing things up is not going to look the same as somebody else's house oh my gosh can I just say I love to bring advice from an actual therapist so I I did therapy for a few months I need to get back into it I really do but one tidbit that she did give me was exactly Exactly that. I was venting to her about something that was going on with my partner. I, I think it was something along the lines. You guys are probably going to relate to this. I was venting to her about how my partner was doing the child care like when I'm not around like what he was doing versus what I would want him to do like I wanted him to do something more specific in the way that I would do it and he was just doing it in his own way and she literally said it. I'm thinking that I'm honestly thinking like woman to woman she's she's gonna agree with me and be like yeah you maybe need to voice it I don't know I don't know what I thought she was gonna say but she looks at me and she's like honestly you are you and he is him and you cannot expect him to be you I was like, oh, really? And she's like, yeah, like he's gonna do things his way and you can't expect him to do them exactly how you would do them because he is not you. He is him. And he's gonna do things the way he does them and you're gonna do things the way you do them. You can't expect him to do things the way you do them. And it sounds very simple. It's so funny. Therapists like have a way of saying the most simple thing and you're just like, huh, is that true? Is that so? makes sense and it honestly it did kind of help me because it's sort of like plays on that it's like you can't expect them to do things exactly how you would do them like here they're gonna they're gonna help and they're gonna contribute in their own way and you're gonna help and contribute in your own way and and you'll be happiest if you just let them let them do it in the way that they would do it because they're gonna play off of their strengths and you're gonna play off yours but what caitlin mentioned of like but don't let like that's not an excuse to then be like well i'm just not good at xyz so i'm never gonna do it and like you're always gonna handle it it's not that because at at the end of the day, I think our whole point with this like 50-50 debate is that as long as you feel like each partner is contributing an equal amount into the relationship and you'll know when you're they're not, you'll feel that. And that's what our part one about resentment, that's kind of what that whole episode was about is like you, when you start feeling resentful, it's usually because you feel like you're doing more and they're maybe not bringing as much energy to the relationship. So that's our whole point is like, I think trying to split everything down the middle and being like, okay, you're going to handle this. I'm going to handle this. It's not that 
that simple. And it's just a matter of feeling out like, do I feel satisfied with this? Like, does this work for us? If this is working for us, if I feel like he's bringing as much to the table as I'm bringing, then we're good. Sometimes when you're in the depths of it, when you're just, you're in the house, right? All day long, you look around you and all you see is things on your to-do list. Like your entire house just encompasses your to-do list because if you're somebody that stays home more and your husband like goes to work, then you're like, oh, I gotta do the laundry. I gotta do the dishes. And you're constantly going, going, going. And then as soon as they get home, it's like, what are you relaxing? Like, you know, sometimes you're like, well, there's so much left. There's so much left that I could be doing. And I also think that even if you're not a stay-at-home mom, like even if you're a full-time working mom, I think that it's, it is playing again on a conversation we had in the first episode, but that those societal expectations, I think that is honestly a bigger part of it too, why we look around the house and think like, there's so much to do. And maybe why our man is like chilling on the couch. Like I remember, dude, this just reminded me. So when Manny and I were moving across the country, we were like packing up our house and I will never forget. It is so, it was funny at the time. Like I wasn't, it wasn't angry. This was before kids, of course. So things were easier back then, right? And so I just remember there being so much packing to do. There was just so much work to be done. And I remember him literally, it was like an episode of Hoarders. It was like, have you seen that? I'm like picturing a clip that I've seen on social media where there's like a guy like sitting in a bunch of like hoarding like filth and he's like laughing. Have you seen that clip? He's like, (laughs) he's laughing. I've watched a lot of Hoarders, I'll be honest. There's a clip. I I think it's from Hoarders, but it's something like that where he's like sitting in this like a bunch of crap and he's just laughing. This is exactly like how I pictured Manny in that moment. We had, and here we are again, we had moved our mattress out into the, the family room. We were sleeping in the family room. As you guys may know, if you listen to the podcast, I love an excuse to sleep in the family room. So we were. So our mattress is on the floor and he's laying on the floor just covered in like, there were boxes all around him. There were like piles of clothes, oh. just like all kinds of stuff. I had been working all week to like pack everything up. And I just remember him laying there and I was like, Manny, like, why are you like laying down? Like, why are you on your phone? Like, there's so much to be done. And he was like, he looks around at all the filth and he has the nerve to look around and say, I mean, there's not that much left really. I mean, it's, we're pretty much done. Like, <laughs> he, and he was looking around at it. His evaluation of the mess was that it's really not that much stuff. You know, we're, we're pretty much packed up. And I was like, I just remember being like, what? And I have this image of him imprinted in my brain of him just like laying in a pile of so much to be done and him being like, I mean, there's really not that much to be done. <laughs> I was like, so classic. I, yes, I was like, what do you mean there's not that much? I wish I had just like taken a photo in that moment. But that it's is in just, my brain. That's just classic like man versus woman. And I think that it is like ingrained in us. Like we are different. We have different makeup. We have different like psychological processes. I mean, it's also, yeah, because it's centuries of evolution. And in if you take us back to like the caveman days, I think that's also like part of this conversation that is important to point out. It's like when it comes to like communication between a man and a woman and um, yeah, like what we what we kind of like lean towards or what we see and evaluate in our household and what were our strengths and our weaknesses, a lot of it honestly does come from evolution. And I think that we are working and we are evolving to be a little bit more equal. I think that's also a thing. It's like we are slowly moving towards that as a species. We're not cavemen anymore. We don't need to be like gathering while they hunt. You know what I mean? Like we are not carrying a basket around and collecting up yeah. berries. Like that's not the world we live in anymore. So it's, it's natural that we're evolving. It's a good thing, but we cannot deny the fact that there are centuries of evolution that have trained us to be the women that we are today. So that's part of it too, right? And then to be the men that they are and to be wired a certain way. And of course there's outliers and I think that's a big thing too. But at the end of the day, like there's a lot of deep rooted parts of us that are just ingrained. I think also a really helpful way to look at it is sometimes in our house between our partners, this is the person that we are typically closest with. Your partner is your deepest connection, right? And with that deep connection sometimes can cloud our judgment. And so I think sometimes it's helpful to like look at your relationship 
but pretend like okay if this partnership were like a work partnership like if this were my work partner how what would be the most efficient way to run things and i think that sometimes when you take the emotion out of it and look at it that way mm. it's kind of easier to see it you just see it in a different light right so true like what makes the most sense let's be realistic yes like if you pretend like imagine if you had a work partner and one of you was really good at one thing and one of you was really good at something else wouldn't you be like okay divide and conquer you're gonna work on this i'm gonna work on that like ready go like we're gonna go and we're gonna do this we're gonna build our empire i think that's also like kind of how you can look at your relationship in the home you guys at the end of the day you guys are life partners you guys are honestly at the end of the day you guys are business partners in a way you guys are building a life together the business of life yes and you're i mean if you think about it that way there's accounting in a household there's you know checks and balances like all those things do play a role you have like the emotional connections that's like the hr like if you really look at it as your little business mm-hmm. and maybe this means that you guys sit down and have a conversation about this and talk about some ways that you guys can be more efficient in the household and this is partly where you're going to have that those harder conversations of like hey well this hasn't been working for me and we talked about it in the last episode but like i'm starting to feel resentful da 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 that would be the time to have it we kind of had a conversation like this so i started referring to myself as the house manager i love it so no i love that <laughs> i am the house manager and now i feel like very empowered in this role i'm not like just you know here to serve everybody i am in charge mm-hmm. i am the house manager i make sure we have groceries i make sure that we order all the stuff on amazon and whatever and at first i used to get like really overwhelmed because where i would be like can you order this can you order this and i felt like i had a running list of all these things in my head but i started dedicating time in my day to house manager duties mm-hmm. and it's like okay what does the house need da, 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 da. like go go check 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 and it makes it way more efficient but also instead of just feeling like these roles have just been like thrown onto me and it's like a oh I glued my finger to you. Oh, gosh. Are you good? <laughs> it makes it kind of more official and it makes it kind of more fun. And there's certain things that Brian is in charge of regarding the house. I don't do 100% of things, mm-hmm. but I am home more. I only work part-time. And so obviously, like, I'm just around to do more. And yes, I'm better at most of those things too. So those are your strengths. My strengths. Exactly. Yeah, being more prepared and making us organized and thinking about meals for Canyon. Those are all things that naturally I'm just going to do. And so I'm the house manager, but, I, but we sat down and we and I talked with him about all the things that I had been doing because I felt like it was unseen and I think that's a big part of why where resentment comes from is for you feel like the things that you do go unnoticed Mm -hmm. or they don't realize what's on your plate they're like why are you so overwhelmed like why are you stressed you've been hanging out of the house all day with the baby like I know he can be a lot but like and it's not and you're like it's not the baby it's It's that thing where they're I've seen I've seen this on social media and it's like that thing where it's like imagine being a man and like you run out of toothpaste and then the next day toothpaste just a whole new tube just magically appears like imagine what that would be like (laughs) it's like very true though right like so I felt so much better after him and I sat down and I kind of was like this is why I'm I'm burnt out and overstimulated at the end of the day because I feel like I'm trying to do multiple jobs at once so being a house manager is almost a full-time job I feel like just taking care of a household is a lot of work even if you Mm -hmm. don't have kids and then on top of that I am taking care of a kid and then on top of that I am going to work two to three days a week and then on top of that I am doing Instagram and the podcast and other things and so I'm like even though I only work part-time, it feels like I'm doing five different jobs. Mm -hmm. And I think every single mom, whether or not you're even working part-time or whether or not you have side projects, it is a lot of different areas that you have to cover. And once he kind of heard all the things that I was doing, he's like, well, what can I take off your plate realistically that I'm good at? And that will make sense for the family. And then he just started, I just... 
I just felt like not even a ton had to change, but now the value that I was bringing, I felt like it was more seen and understood. And I think that women need to feel that in that role, like Mm -hmm. very seen. It is very valuable. And sometimes that just kind of gets taken for granted. And then that's where like the resentment comes in. Right. That's a really big piece of it that we honestly didn't hit on last episode was like just the appreciation aspect of it. And I think that even, even, uh, you know, throwing a bone to the men, I think that even men can sometimes feel that way when, and ladies, like, let's just like have a check in with ourselves too because I think another big thing is like the joke of like the man comes home from work and I immediately throw the toddler in his face and it's like I think that's also a good conversation to have of like they might then be feeling underappreciated like hey I just was at work all day I had a really tough day at work like it was very emotionally drained like who like it all all of this is relative right like it all just depends on the type of job that you guys have who's who's doing what how many hours like all these things play a role in how it's going to work in your household so I love that example from Caitlin and it's also just like it's an example coming from her personal experience but it's also important for you guys to think about how this can apply to you and your personal experience because maybe you're listening and you're like well I'm a full-time working mom and he goes to daycare and that's stressful I have to pick him up I have to like you know arrange for this and that I have to pack him a lunch like all this stuff like I have to take the kids to practice like it's like as moms we all have so much in common but then at the same time we all have so many differences in our Mm day-to-days that can make this conversation tough because I think that's another thing I see on social media is like the the generalizing of this and it's like you can't generalize something like this that's why we said it's very complicated because nobody on social media can tell you what your man what things you should be doing in the house and what things your man should be doing in the house like that's insane to even like try to generalize like that it really is and we can't even sit here and tell you guys how you should divide things up at all everyone's setup is very unique like what people's strengths and weaknesses are what people's jobs are what people's hours are all of that like just varies so much that there is I think that's why this is complicated because nowadays it's not as I think back in the day, the traditional ways were like more clear cut. And mm-hmm. now, you know, the the women are working and then the men are helping with the kids more and all of these things are positives, but it's a, we have to find out how we're going to figure out how to balance it because I think a lot more women are dealing with these feelings of unbalance. Mm-hmm. And maybe they always were and maybe we're just speaking up about it now. I don't know. I didn't live back then. That's you know? very true. And I, I think that, I think that could be. And I think, and maybe also, you know, the people that are, that don't conform to, or that don't, maybe fit into a perfect gender norm they maybe were really struggling back then and it was a really hard life for them I can't even imagine you know but now so now I I love that now there's room and space for them to do what they want to do like to be if you don't fit into that perfect gender norm now you can kind of like go outside the box and do something that suits you and your strengths and your weaknesses yeah but like Caitlin said yes now now though we kind of have to reevaluate and see what's working for us and I I would go out on a on a limb here though and say that a lot of women why there's a lot of issue in why this is even a topic for us to discuss today is because a lot of us women are caught in the middle. There are a lot of women that are more maternal, that are falling into this role of being the default parent, if we want to use that social media buzzword. And But then they are also working. And that's where this is worth having a conversation about because I think that's where, again, where all the resentment comes from. And they are almost doing more than their fair share in the household. So that's, I think, our whole point in this conversation is just that it should feel like you guys are both bringing 50-50 effort to the household and if you are not if you don't feel like you guys are equally bringing the same amount of effort to the household that's a conversation to have because I think that in order to have a healthy happy marriage you should both feel like you're contributing equally again take it back to if this was a work partner how would you feel if you were if you had a work partner that you felt like was doing 30% and you were doing 70% I'm pretty sure that wouldn't work for you right it's like take the emotion out of it I'm pretty sure that 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 wouldn't work in a business I think that these days like the pendulum 
swung really far and now we're talking about how the women are doing too much and we have kind of taken away a lot of credit from men which I don't think puts us in a good headspace because when you come from a place of gratitude and appreciation towards somebody you just feel a lot more love and you want to get along Mm -hmm. and so even just kind of taking a moment to appreciate what your man does for the family and appreciate what they do do it can just kind of like rewire your brain or just change your perspective on things Mm -hmm. a little bit just like you want to be appreciated I think a good place to start is by showing gratitude to the other person I completely agree I actually love that so something that I that we did want to talk about today with you guys was along those lines of like fuel your relationship with what you want from the relationship it's almost it's honestly almost like the idea of manifesting but you're doing it with your partner it's like give to your partner what you want your partner to give to you and I I'm not just saying this like off you know just bullshitting here I've actually been doing this recently I feel like Manny and I have been working through a lot of stuff I mean we're only a year and a half into having our child so we're still learning so much and I've I just recently have kind of started to try to implement just doing like cute sweet little things I was talking to Caitlin about this earlier like implementing like nice little gestures for him throughout the day like things that I kind of just want to like bring that like love back into our relationship and kind of just like we've been having some really hard conversations around this whole around everything that we've been talking about today and in our last episode and so that's a lot of a lot of that is very heavy and yes sometimes it can start to feel like this like war against each other where it's like who's doing who's doing more and who or who's doing less like and then you start kind of keeping tabs I know you guys know what I'm talking about when you feel like you're like keeping tabs and when you're going through a phase where you're arguing a lot and it, it literally does feel like you're like have tallies like and don't forget about what you did you know last week and now we're adding this onto this and it's like you always get this and I'd never get this we're gonna have the hard conversations when we have them in a constructive way but in the in between in the day-to-day I've been trying to just do like more lovey things to him so like Manny works from home and I, I'm a stay-at-home mom so our situation is very unique in the way that we are oh I lost the pinky it fell oh no sorry I didn't want to cut you off no you're good but now um. it's time the time has come <laughs> when we need it you were waiting you were like it's time we don't have it dude we always lose the pinkies well it's because when well, I try what? to <laughs> it's because when I try to buff the inside of the nail it's so tiny I can't hold on to it that it spins and it <laughs> flies away wait did that happen while i was talking yes. am i gonna see that playback in the video yes okay i'm gonna hold on to it really good okay so manny works from home you were saying yes yeah, so manny manny works from home and i'm a stay-at-home mom so we are literally like we we work in the same office practically right and he has these giant glass doors to his office so we can see each other from this the different sides of the glass and so i can playing playing into this whole like 50 50 thing i think what's also important to talk about in this it's like so ideally you guys split up the duties in 50-50 in effort, right? Not necessarily splitting each task 50-50, but you yeah. you split, you both so let's say you ha- you guys have a conversation you come up with a game plan and you both feel good about it. Now that's all good and fine, but life is not that simple, right? And your day-to-day is not going to always go to plan because life has a way of throwing curveballs at us. We have good days, we have bad days like there's going to be, you're going, if you plan on having this partner for life like you guys are going to go through so much and so I think also a good thing to point out is that yes ideally you have 50 50 effort but then day to day and this is not mine and Caitlin's idea like I've, I've seen this I've heard this advice time and time again but I want to bring it to you guys in case you haven't heard it and we can kind of just talk it out this whole idea of pulling more weight certain days and letting the like it's like an ebb and flow sort of thing so like I heard somebody explain it really well so this husband and wife I think she was some sort of motivational speaker 
but she shared she shared her story where every every evening husband gets home he'll be like all right i i only got 30 percent in me okay i and she'd say okay i got the other 70 mm-hmm. or the next day you know she's like i only got 20 percent. he said okay i got 80 i'll cover you mm-hmm. and it's kind of like a co-worker hey i'll cover you yes. i'll cover you and so generally you guys maybe know what each other is in charge of but for example like i worked yesterday i had a lot of clients and i'm always the dishes person like I load the dishwasher every night. That's my thing. And occasionally Brian helps out here or there. But for the most part, it's on me. And I just like to have the kitchen clean at the end of the night. So anyways, I was really dead and I was just laying on the bed. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I really do not want to go downstairs, put the leftovers away and load the dishwasher. Like, But I was kind of saying it in a way like, okay, here I go. I'm going to do it. Like, even though I really just want to lay here. And I actually wasn't expecting Brian to offer, but he was like, oh, I'll do it. I'll go load the dishwasher and like take care of that stuff. And I was like, wow thank you like and it really like warmed my heart even though it's a very simple thing and everyone's probably gonna roll their eyes like well yeah like men should be helping out with the dishes but in our household like this doesn't happen like all the time necessarily well and like and going back to the whole like he does certain things and you do certain things so nobody can pick apart no what you guys do or don't do like everybody yeah everybody has their unique yeah but basically like i was just like feeling really down and he's like i got you like i'll do the stuff that you usually do and like because you're really not feeling good today Mm -hmm. and like that i think is a perfect example of like how to make it work in the relationship is like picking up the slack for the other person when they need it and really like working as a team and seeing each other and seeing each other's needs and wanting to help each other out i agree so that and that's exactly so for manny and i like i was getting out with the whole like we are basically working in the same office we can see when each other's having a bad day i can literally hear he works from home i can hear when he's on the phone and he's handling like a tough call and i can i can tell like tension is high and i'm like oh man this guy's going through it today and like one call after another after another i'm like man this i'm literally watching him through the glass go through his work day and so that's going to be a moment where i'm like oh like let me make him another cup of coffee or like yeah like let me let me make him a nice like fancy lunch like and that's me i'm a stay-at-home mom so like those are the little ways that i contribute and the ways that i can kind of like foresee his needs and take a little bit off of his plate and give him that 70 when he only has 30 right mm-hmm. and vice versa his version is uh like let's say he can <laughs> and this is so funny you guys his per- point of view he's sitting at his desk he has a clear view of like the whole house right we have a very open floor plan and i just i imagine like all day long he just sees like a toddler run across the glass and then like me chase after the toddler scooping the toddler off like oh he's about to like fall off the couch let me scoop him up again like <laughs> he has that reality show going all day long so he can literally easily see and hear when we're having a rough day trust me he can hear it so he and he's very perceptive of that now after a lot of conversations that we've had and he'll be you know he'll pop his head out of his office at like you know whatever time when he's getting close to getting off he's like hey like i'm, I'm wrapping up i can i can like take the baby soon like i'll be i'll be finishing up soon and that's like his way of kind of being like i can see that you're having a tough day so i'm trying to wrap up quick and then i'll be out to help you right away versus you know and that's that whole thing of like i think both partners need time to decompress after their work day even if you're in my situation where one of you is staying at home and one of you is working i don't think that that means that one of you is more deserving of time to decompress like trust me i know how hard it is with a baby but i feel like it's that push and pull thing where it's like if i had a really rough day with the baby i'm gonna either ask for him to come and take the baby sooner or he's gonna see it and offer or vice versa if he's having a really rough day and i feel like i had like an easier day with the baby that's gonna be a day where i'm like oh like why don't you just like do what you want to do like whatever it is like he'll sometimes he stays in the office like plays his game 
games with his with his guys and stuff or just like watch tv and i'll take the baby we'll go for a walk like i'll get him out of the house and just like that's my way of taking like an extra percentage of that day because i know that he needs it so it's like a push and pull and it's just this like kind of this dance that we play to kind of like pick up the slack where each other needs it and some days you both are gonna have hard days and that's where it gets really tricky right mm-hmm. when you're both really burnt out and in those moments you just kind of have to you know what we like to do i mean we turn to humor a lot it's hard you just got to be like all right we're in the trenches together we're at war you know like you had a hard day i had a hard day let's get to bedtime what can we both do it's going to be hard for both of us let's get it done as fast as possible and really just like work as a team i agree with you that's a really good point though because it sounds like such a perfect thing to say like and you know you you do the percentage thing and like oh i got 80 you got 20 like that good to go it's like what happens if you guys both come at the end of the day and you're like i have 20 well i have 20 Mm-hmm. so how what's math i'm like what's the rest 40, 40 60, 60. More. i'm like who's gonna take the, the next rachel six- yeah it's <laughs> rachel's taking 60 i do i just yeah i completely agree with you though that in those moments i feel like those are the ones where you kind of like i at least in my relationship the best way that that i found to handle that is yes ta- like tag teaming it like we're both it's almost like a like misery loves company well then we're both gonna deal with yeah. it yeah because i definitely and this is just my personal take but i think that we learn from like personal stories and things like that i feel like in those moments if we both had 20 and i was the one who then had to do it i would start to feel resentful if every time that we come with 20 it's assumed then that i'm gonna handle it yeah and i think like for me an example that comes up is like sleep if we're both exhausted like let's say we both had a super sleepless night and we equally feel exhausted we would both get up on saturday and and then we make it fun because then at that point it's like you're in this together so it's like we both are gonna get up and we're gonna make coffee and we're just gonna tough it out and i honestly feel more bonded with him after that than if i had if i had even slept in sometimes i almost enjoy that bonding moment of like the parenthood right like we're doing this together right oh i love that i think another thing that we have struggled with and a lot of couples struggle with is fitting in each other's activity time which i lightly touched on in the beginning of this episode so brian likes to golf a lot which everybody knows (laughs) and i used to get frustrated right because i wasn't having my time for my hobbies and this was kind of more like before we had the podcast and just you know when you're more in the beginning of postpartum one thing that i had to kind of realize is that like babies do just kind of need their moms more than they need their dad and that's something hard to like wrap your head around Mm -hmm. especially with like breastfeeding and milk or just the comfort of you like i think also no i i think that's a good point to bring up though like recognizing that in the beginning it it is just hard for women and that's why we do need support but sometimes it's not going to be the support isn't going to be them doing the baby caretaking because sometimes if they need their mom but we need support in other ways which could be like you know tidying up the house or like making us a warm meal like things like that and maybe that doesn't come from your partner maybe that comes from your mom or your you know good girlfriend or your sister like it, it doesn't have to come from your partner but i mean if you guys are in a unique situation where you guys are kind of alone um like geographically it kind of does fall on them and that's just our modern world so as much as we're going through a lot and you know we're trying to like caitlin mentioned last episode pumping at work and having to navigate all that it's like they have to also kind of step up to the plate and also navigate being taking more of a caretaking role so recently as canyon has gotten older and he doesn't like need me to like literally be there next to him as much as he did when he was younger i started to be like wait 
hey i want to go do something <laughs> like wait a second you're you're going to golf like i want to maybe do something that i enjoy I, and i'm thinking i don't even really actually know what that is yet i need i'm still figuring it out but just to feel like i have the option that has been really good for our relationship so we've had a lot of conversations about that and brian has been starting to take my time and my plans really seriously and in return i'm taking his golf plans and his hobbies really seriously and we're giving each other that mutual respect mm -hmm. and sometimes other people will be like oh really like he golfs a lot and i'm just like yeah you know he really likes it and i'm actually genuinely gotten to a place where i am very happy for him to do what makes him happy and he is very supportive to help me get to do what makes me really happy mm -hmm. you know he's very supportive of us like doing the podcast he wants to like get me time to go get massages or or just like have me time and i really did have to vocalize it because i don't think guys always think about it and so it does fall back on us like we have to speak up we have to ask for our me time and some people say well we shouldn't have to and it's like okay let's be realistic in the world we live in like unfortunately most of the time we do and that is nothing that doesn't mean our men are bad because we don't think of it i think that's just more common that once you do speak up and you do ask for it i think a lot of our men are really good about being supportive mm -hmm. and i think we found a lot of happiness in our relationship by having mutual respect for each other's hobbies and me time and so i don't complain when he goes to golf anymore because i know that i'm gonna get by time to go do something that i want to do and maybe it's not going to be the same amount of time but we're not being tit for tat i think what puts a lot of strain on relationships is keeping score yes and so we really try not to keep score i don't count how many hours he went golfing and then ask for that many hours for me to go do whatever i want to do and that has really helped us a lot in the last couple of months okay i'm loving this color dude this is like a perfect nude i thought it was going to be dark it's not that dark it's so perfect yeah. it looks really good on your skin tone it's literally like my skin tone it's my nude like caitlin said she searched through so many nudes I to find a, it yeah i looked at a lot of nudes online <laughs> and she pages found mine and pages. she found my nude and she brought it here today and it's perfect <laughs> okay and i wanted i wanted to say something going back to your respecting their hobbies i love that that that's sort of like something that you're realizing and i kind of want to like take that and, and put that in my own relationship because i think that as women like we do love to joke about our husband's hobbies and it does seem like there is always a, a hobby every husband has their thing and honestly we can put it into like a small like group of there's like a few categories yes there's golf there's my man it's the video games right call of duty there's like a few right there's like a few different things and i think that we tend to like joke about it a lot and i i'm honestly i'm not opposed to joking i, I do see like on again on social media the side that are that people are like oh i never want to like talk even the jokingly like bash my my man to other women and da, da, da. i'm like I don't know though. I love a good like roast session, you know, like I love a good little, it's like blowing off steam. And it's also like, I think as long as it's lighthearted and it's just funny, it's like, yeah. I mean, and it's honestly, it's everything that I would say to his face. Like it's stuff that I would like, you know, when you go on like a double date and it's like, it gets to that point where you're now just like doing like the whole like us women and you men type thing. And it's fun. It's like a fun little narrative to, to like talk out. Yeah, of course. To like a point. Right. But I think that we do tend to sometimes it's like we send, we tend to, fuel that resentment uh, i think if, if there is actual resentment underlying the jokes that's where it can get kind of i guess unhealthy if you're constantly like being like oh my gosh him and his golfing or like him and his video games like he's always on the game or like you're saying it to their face like you're always on the game and then it becomes like a narrative in your relationship and it is like almost like um i mean manny and i have had this with video games from the beginning even before our kid the video games he's he's nothing compared to what he used to be he used to get on the game on like a saturday and he would play like all day and that was 
normal for him because when he was single that's what he used to do and so when we started dating that was something i had to adjust to and i think it did start a narrative in our relationship of like it's me versus the game like his the game was like the other woman and i wonder if that like you know like with golfing i wonder if that's kind of it's like golfing is the other woman it's like oh i'm gonna go golf babe and you're like what about me you know it's like you're always golfing like that's the other woman i think like it's it's i love what you're saying of like we have to reframe our minds yeah because it's, it's not, not the other woman it's not like it's not the other woman and i think like the moment that we give them the, the freedom to do something that they enjoy doing that brings them joy and then we find our own things that bring us joy that's the moment when things get uh, that whole narrative kind of like dissipates and our things can get a lot better yes and go in a much more healthy direction when you're not thinking about their hobby as the other woman yeah. you know what i mean like, so i love the way that you say that like so beautifully and something i've been trying to do is complain about it less because like what you speak out of your mouth sometimes it does play a role on your mental health mm -hmm. right and so if i'm trying to reframe my thoughts and feelings about something like i don't want to like sometimes it's fun like it's fun to joke like you said and i enjoy a good little roast mm -hmm. but speaking, we do <laughs> and you'll hear it here on the pod yeah. from time to time <laughs> when you get too like negative though and it's like more complaining yes it doesn't make you feel any better about your life and it's not constructive mm -hmm. and so i genuinely have changed my thoughts about it and i think part of it has been like changing the way that like i speak about it and mm -hmm. speak about him and speak about the way that we're running our lives yeah so i think all of this kind of plays into that whole like oh the typical nagging wife and that's such a negative connotation and i think it also is partly in our society what keeps us women from voicing our needs mm -hmm. for and what has kept us from voicing our needs for so many years because we don't want to be the nagging wife but it comes out anyways right it's like so instead of having a sit down serious conversation and voicing our needs straight up we end up being the quote-unquote nagging wife day to day in moments like that it's like oh you're gonna go golf oh you're gonna and it's like passive aggressive and it's like little yeah. comments here and there and you're frustrated and it's just it's like gonna come out regardless and it's like so i don't want you guys to think like oh me voice so like i shouldn't be a nagging wife so i shouldn't say what i need it's like no say what you need but be empowered to voice your needs be empowered to to like I th and we keep saying ask for your time and i think the asking thing has become a very negative idea of like why should we have to ask i think you, if you're looking at it that way in that negative like i have to ask for permission it's not that it's like you are empowered to voice your needs and to say what you need like that's honestly a privilege that we have come to in this day and age from all the women that have walked before us and that have gotten us to this point so it's like yeah you should voice your needs you should ask for what you need because the men are very comfortable taking what they need right so we need to bring that same energy into the relationship and take what we need so it's not asking for what we need it's taking what we need in the same yeah. having the same loving ourselves as much as the men love themselves like there's no doubt in our minds that our men love that they love their self-care they love themselves they take the time for themselves yes. we need to bring that same energy for ourselves you it's more just communication it's you communication and it. it's not that you have to ask and they don't have to ask it's just the fact that as men and I'm, again we're generalizing here but i'm just speaking typically the man is already taking their time and because for so many decades women tended to take the back take the you know all the responsibilities and kind of like you know hold things down at home while the men took what they wanted we now do have to it's not asking but yes it's like it's expressing it's communicating your needs but because because we ha are we are coming into this we have to ask what we need and move forward from there and uh, and as as we raise our daughters and as decades go and as as generations grow this will hopefully get better but we are in this current day and age we are in a time where we are paving the way just like all the women paved the way before us like we didn't we weren't even able to vote like several decades ago like that's insane right yeah. like a lot of our grandmas didn't even drive a car like these are real things so it's like i think it's empowering to think of it that way to think of it like we are doing something right now 
now that's actually bigger than us because having these hard conversations is setting a precedent and then when we raise our daughters a certain way they're gonna have different conversations but hopefully we we took them a little bit further and yeah. every every generation is gonna go a little bit further right mm-hmm. i love that i feel like that's, I that's feel good empowered. i do too and that's what like, that's how honestly i feel like sometimes when you have this conversation it can go in a way that just gets very negative and very like yep it sucks for us and i feel like in every issue and every conversation you can either go the route of like yep it sucks for us and like kind of like a victim mentality or you can go in a more empowering way with it and like honestly i'm feeling good on everything that we've just talked about today like i'm feeling good and i want to go home and like hug my man and be like We're, we can do this like we got this right yeah. it's like i think my favorite part of the episode something that i'm going to take from you is just channeling more of that what can i do for them and create that culture in the relationship where they want to reciprocate those cute loving things back because i feel like in the beginning of a relationship that's so natural mm-hmm. you know you're doing little the things courting. for each other the courting and then it just naturally kind of dies off and somebody has to start it again right it's and so, so true. if you want it in the relationship just be the one to start it and so yeah i want to i want to start getting a little bit creative no in that's... the spirit of valentine's yeah, day yeah it's so true like you go from courting and doing all like we want to look a certain way for them and they mm-hmm. want to do certain things for us and then like next thing you know now we're keeping score and i'm like he didn't do this today it's like how did we get here like how did next we get you know here? toenail city <laughs> yeah i'm not gonna shave my legs for him he doesn't ever put effort for me it's like how did we get here like what <laughs> I'm gonna go shave. That's what I've taken from this whole episode. Kendall's gonna go shave her whole body. I'm not even gonna lie, you girl. Your girl has no. some work to do. Oh man, we need a weed whacker. <laughs> it's like, winter. It's winter. It's, it's winter. I've been. I just became a mom. Not even two years ago. Like, two years. It's been two years since she shaved. I have a toddler. We're in the thick of it. Okay. But what I've taken from this episode is it's time to get the weed whacker out. It's Valentine's Day and it's the love is in the air. Okay. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling. I'm feeling good about our relationships. I think. I think we might make it. <laughs> you're like honestly after this i'll put the divorce papers i'll shred them i'll shred the divorce paper (laughs) i hope that everybody's shredding the divorce papers after this episode okay so these are amazing and now it's time for the hearts yes we need to put the heart this is our first time doing so i'm a little bit triggered by the sticker situation because it's reminding me of the french nail stickers yeah but we're not taking these off so true okay Okay. i just get a little scared we need to plan where they're going and i need the tweezers please how the heck do i get this off Caitlin's literally operating on the heart right now. Like, this is open heart surgery. <laughs> the way you look so focused with your little tweezers. Does the sticker look, like, cheesy? Why, you want me to try to paint a heart? I don't know. I'm wondering. Tutorial. Can you tell it's a sticker and it looks, like, cheap? Kind of. Yeah, that's okay. cute. I think I can do it. I think I can Wait, do it. Wait, that looked easy. So what we've learned is the stickers are a no. I tried to take a shortcut, but I think we just have to get good at these little designs. Again, that's what this thats what this show is all about, right? That's what we were founded on. <laughs> founded? <laughs> we were founded on good conversations and learning to do nails. I mean, I was never confident <laughs> that I would be doing designs. Here I am, but first time ever I'm doing designs. I'm so proud of you. I really, like, look at that heart. If okay, you, it does look cute okay, i gotta cute. do it on your nail though okay we'll go uh, we're going silent right now i'm not i'm not gonna talk oh my gosh it's so cute shut up 
it's so cute. So now, where else do you want it? Yeah, how many? How many should we do? I, I can do as many as you <laughs> want. I want to go crazy now. It's time for our unpolished opinions. All right, you guys. We told you that we have a Valentine's theme question today. Okay, we're keeping it all in the spirit of love. Okay, this listener wrote in, feeling completely lost just this year with Valentine's Day. I am just completely out of ideas. Do you guys have any unique ideas for Valentine's dates? I actually do have one. And I've done this previously, but I think that... Let me guess. <laughs> Pull your bed out into the no. living room. That's not a date. That's an every everyday occasion. Like that's nothing crazy for us anymore. You said it was a date night, okay? I mean, it's Two a date night, ago. but it's not a Valentine's date night because we no. do it like it's a Saturday. It's a regular like ordinary Saturday date night, okay? I have an idea, and I I did it a couple years ago. I love a good curated picnic, okay? Ooh, cute. And it's February, so if you're not blessed with good weather this time of year, I actually think that's totally fine. Or if you just don't live in an area where you can do an outdoor picnic i love like an, an indoor on your okay so you're right so we come back to the family room you're i was gonna on say the floor yeah, in, in the, the living in room the again okay or in your bedroom like but put down a blanket if you want to cook the food or if you want to order it in like you light some candles like set up a whole picnic with you know have you you seen like luxury picnics yeah those are really cute yeah it's like that vibe okay so i think you're thinking of like a picnic basket and like a blanket it's not like that it's I'm like picturing a, your mattress again no 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 but get the mattress out of your mind it's not the mattress it's like a luxury picnic basically and you can get inspiration from social media i did this a few years ago i actually did it um it was valentine's day but it was it just so happened to also be the day that we got our gender for our oh, now baby that was your gender reveal yeah i set up this little picnic i went to trader joe's we do love a trader joe's haul i got like a french baguette i got like a bunch of stuff for a cheese board chocolate a bunch of little like valentine's candies and then i very much a diy just like basically took all of the like cute little pillows like decorative pillows for my house like and this was all while he was working from home i was like out and about running errands and i obviously had my ob appointment to get my gender result so i'm like oh I'm, i have like some errands blah 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 and i'm like then i had to come into the house and i had to collect up like a, i was like trying to get a bunch of candles i got like every decoration that we have in our house that would work in this situation so like i have like little like lanterns that you can put like a candle in i had like you know things that you have on your shelves that like just kind of add to the the feel of it and like little um fake like garlandy stuff like i just took all of that but i had to do it in increments because if i do it all at once he would notice so oh, he's like at the wow. kitchen table this is back when we lived in our condo and manny worked from the kitchen table in our yeah. tiny little condo so i would like sneak past him and like threw i threw a bunch of pillows in like a duffel bag and then i would i think i waited till he like went to the bathroom or something and i like grabbed the duffel bag with all the like glass jar i took glass mason jars and put like little tea light candles in them That's so and cute. so i like run past him like clink clanking like my duffel bags and i put it all shoved it all in the car and then i was like okay i have like one more errand i have to run and it was like later in the evening and i knew he was going to be getting off of work soon so i took all that stuff and i went to a park next to our house and i set it all up and made like a picnic out in like a public park so it was like wow. for me we did it outside but i am honestly like totally I'm, i think it's really cool like let's say that they are at work and you get home earlier or mm -hmm. something like that and set it all up i think it's really Ooh. cute to like and if you don't feel comfortable with like real candles in your house like if on your carpet and stuff you can do like the little fake ones like oh, they yeah. i bought them for my wedding from amazon they have like those little tea light candles mm -hmm. they're super cheap and you can like set them all up 
you could even do like where you create um like a trail with the candles on either side from like the front door like that, that he comes cute. from home yeah you know what i mean like come home from work and like set up a trail of like candles to the picnic basically Aww. it's very it sounds i know what you mean it kind of sounds weird at first when you're like you're gonna have a picnic in the house but like imagine that imagine you came home from work and you saw a trail of candles and then it led to like a indoor picnic that would be so cute yeah so it can be really cool maybe you order in your guys's favorite like takeout spot yeah i'm picturing like takeout maybe like sushi and like set it mm-hmm. on a platter or mm-hmm. like anything that's your fave some like white wine like all that so i that's like my the first thing that comes to mind for me and honestly i might even do something like that this year we did it in the past but i might do like the indoor version that's cute yeah do you have any anything that comes to mind we like to do activities more than dinners where you just sit down mm-hmm. and eat and talk i feel like it's so short-lived yes um we used to do bowling a lot when we first started dating manny loves bowling shut up manny is actually really good at bowling his dad really? used to like i think his dad almost went pro <laughs> oh my god yeah, no he's no joke dude a bowling family yeah there's the place here called area 15 and it has different activities in it so axe throwing they have like a golf simulator game place so yeah, we love to go do activities like that if you've never been axe throwing you need to go axe i've never throwing. been axe throwing really okay it, i was scared of it th- here's my thing about axe throwing I don't understand how there hasn't been like some really big casualties yet like or just some like big issues yet like I when I first heard about it I was like an axe and alcohol like those just don't seem to be something that would go together but I I digress I know I know it sounds crazy but when you go and throw the axe you realize how difficult it would be to like mess up and throw it backwards like it's really not easy to do that from the outside looking in though it just Mm -hmm. sounds so scary I'm like what I thought drinking a bunch of alcohol and Mm -hmm. then throwing an axe like that just sounds like a recipe for disaster i do think they're they monitor people pretty like strictly with like how much they're consuming okay so it's not like a go out and like binge drink and throw an axe it's like have a drink or two yeah okay yeah okay i mean that's what i would do but <laughs> i don't know you're right we don't really know what everyone's been doing i love i love axe throwing so any sort of activity i think is way more fun of a date than just sitting and eating food i mean okay. don't get me wrong love a good meal love a good grub love a good meal <laughs> love yeah. some fine dining wine me dine me <laughs> what do they say wine and dine i want i love to be wined and wined dined. and di- no but there's like wine me dine me flip me over and <laughs> something me wait i never heard this <laughs> never mind never mind no i want to hear that's it. how you end the night i don't remember what it is no but i do want to go try it. it's kind of like top golf but smaller version because i told brian i'm speaking his love language that he i want him to teach me how to swing because i've never swung a golf club before so i feel like that would be very like romantic well that's actually a really good idea what if if you guys take inspiration from this episode and maybe you like for valentine's day this year like you really lean in and you like try to do something like caitlin's example like golfing like you try to like find a way to like incorporate their hobby yeah into the date night and then maybe they can do that for you as well like yeah you guys can each take a turn doing each other's favorite thing oh i love that like come to them and you're like hey i have an idea for valentine's day this year let's do like a double a mm-hmm. double situation so it's like maybe friday night and saturday night and like one night we do your thing and the next night we do mine i kind of love that i do like that idea it's like that like or and like what if it's even like you get to pick like i don't get to say like you pick this night and i pick the other night and like try to kind of make your night be something that you are interested in and i'm gonna like whole 
wholeheartedly get into it and then mm -hmm. same thing for me that's cute wait i like this i will say so like obviously like i've mentioned to you guys manny's thing is video games and we did do the whole like oh well maybe what if like we get a game that we can both play together like maybe i can play with him yeah so we did we got this game i forget what it was called i think it was kind of trending for a little while it was like this like really corny like we're in this together game so like you have these little people that have to go through these obstacles but like they have to do things at the same time or they have to like one of you has to be pressing like a button while the other one is like jumping type thing like it's like all these obstacles that you have to do together and i will say it was fun ish but the problem with getting into his hobby is the problem with us in general is we're very competitive both oh, of us boy. and so manny is really good with like the the controller because his thumbs are like he's been training his fingers for that since he was like 12 versus me i have no reflexes my th I, it's like if anybody's ever tried to play video games and you're not a gamer you know what i mean because like i literally was like i can't manny like he'd be like jump jump and i think like, i can't i can't i can't press it fast enough and he's like you have to coordinate like he's getting all mad at me he's like i'm already like all the way over here but i can't do my part until you do your part and i'm like i can't i'm like breaking down like getting so stressed out so for me i'm i might put that one to bed we unless i get like sims or something like we we did that no, one time yeah. too we built a, a life on sims and then it glitched and like we lost everything and it no. was yeah so we didn't ever do that again so i don't know if i'm gonna like partake in the whole like his hobby thing i don't think that's something that you need to like regularly do but i do think that for a, for one date night, yeah okay for one for one day for one night i could i could do that dude these are adorable caitlin you've outdone yourself yay i was getting really excited about valentine's day nails like all week i think i sent you i think I you sent, sent you, like, me a, a lot you sent me a lot to the point where like i couldn't keep up with them and i was she just like didn't I'll, respond i was like i'll look at them when we get together yeah. <laughs> no we, i think we've done really good we picked a really good combination here with like the nude and the red if you guys are just listening and you're not watching you can go to our instagram page at buff it out podcast and we will post the result end result of the nails on there with anything that we've referenced in this episode also we just want to say thank you to everybody for showing up consistently and listening to us it really does mean so much the biggest thing that you guys can do to help us if you like this podcast is share us with a friend that's the biggest way to help us grow we want to be able to continue to do this we love doing this honestly it's something that we really enjoy so if we can continue to grow and build our little community with you guys that would be amazing thanks so much for tuning in and we will see you next monday Okay, these said sweet tarts, so I thought they were gonna be- aren't sweet tarts like the sour ones? Did you eat one? Yeah, and they're like- They're not good? They're like chalk. Oh, try it. I remember I always liked the white ones. Really? They taste different? I don't know. Oh. To me, it just tastes like sugar chalk. Yeah, these are the traditional. Yeah. I do I, like- the white ones are mint. That's why I like them. It tastes like mint? The white ones. These feel really old. <laughs> ASMR, but not in a good way. <laughs> We should have got chocolate, man. I know. <laughs> I'm not a fan. No. But they look really cute in the dish. Yeah. Okay. So. And the dishes where they'll stay.